morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee, or I drink all of it before we start, and then we talk about Jesus. So uh, we are in Proverbs 4, and it looks like, yes, we are going to be finishing Proverbs 4 today. And this last section, it's really good. And to be honest, be honest with you, I feel like I to, to really properly do an exegesis of this i needed a little more time to to study this but this i'm gonna have to put this one away because this would make a good sermon but we are still going to talk about it this morning so um it continues in the same vein of what we've talked about all through chapter four but there's some really important things um, that this directly um, refers to in regards to our own actions and our own life so uh, let's go ahead and say a prayer and we'll get into the notes Father, we come before you now. I thank you for this morning. Just bless this time as we study your word. Um, teach us new things. And God, if it's something we already know and we are just not seeing it, uh, maybe we're distracted. Help us to wake up and uh, come back to this truth and embrace it and apply it to our hearts and our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so again in the notes here, we, we see the same theme of this father kind of directing his son, giving these last bit of words of wisdom as his son's getting ready to go out into the world, okay? It's like a graduation speech or something. Um, and that's, that's the image being painted there. You think of a wise father. And really the father here is um, God speaking. And, and you can see it that way. It's not directly referred to that way, but you can, you can take it that way. Now, we know so far through Proverbs that the foundation of the whole book is Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but it's fools who reject that. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. They reject the fear of the Lord. Now, the fear of the Lord is not, I'm scared of God, I'm running away and hiding from him. It's not that type of fear. It means respect. It means <clears throat> love, okay? At its core, it means that you value God in his, his will and his authority above all things. It's essentially another way of saying, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Now, that is the foundation of wisdom and knowledge, according to Solomon, who was the wisest man who ever lived. Okay, And that is the foundation that Jesus gives us. So we start there. So everything being said throughout Proverbs is built upon that great truth. Everything stems from that. And this section today, as the one we did yesterday and the day before and the day before that, all flow from that truth. And I'm going to say this just about every time because that is something that needs to be drilled into our minds. Put God first. That is the start of wisdom. Okay. Now, in this one, we see, we see this father speaking, speaking again. And we're, let's, let's look and see what he has to say. Now, he's going to refer to specific aspects of the individual and how they relate to other people in the world around them. And this is very significant and important, so we may take our time a little bit here. All right, so let's go ahead and read. Verse 1 or verse 20 says, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. 
Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. This looks almost identical to everything that we've already seen through Proverbs 3 and Proverbs 4. It's, it's like he's reiterating the same truth over and over, but saying it in a different way. Now, you might think, oh man, that's repetitive. It's just a lot of the same thing, but it takes that, right? We know that typically, the general, generally speaking, a human being has to hear something multiple times. I think it's like seven to ten times before it actually clicks and sinks into their mind, okay? That's why when if you ever take any speech classes, speaking classes, preaching classes, they'll tell you, at the start of your your speaking, you tell people what you're going to tell them, then you tell them, then you tell them what you told them to finish your your speaking, your speech, okay? And so you reiterate it in many different ways, and that's the way preaching's done. Because you say something one time, it might hit some people, but if you want people to really retain what you're trying to say in the main point, you got to say it over and over and over again. That's just the way human beings are, and Solomon knows that, and that's what he's doing here. Here. Now, we see a lot of different um, ways that we relate to the world being spoke, spoken of here. We see sight. We see hearing. Okay? We see doing. We see saying, speech. All right? And that's significant because if we are rooted in loving God with all of our heart, our actions, what we listen to, what we watch, what we see, how we talk, okay, is going to flow out of that. Where our heart is, is where our, our eyes and ears and our speech are going to be as well. That's why the Bible tells us, specifically in the New Testament, people will be known by their fruits. Listen, you can watch people, you can listen to them, you can spend time with them, and how they talk and where they give their time and effort to is where their heart is. Where their heart is, is, is shows what they love, Okay. And so someone who loves God is going to have an attitude and their speech is going to flow from that. And so we learn that here. We learn that here. And that's why it's so important, as this father says, be attentive to my words, incline your ears, keep them in your sight and keep them within your heart. Write them upon the tablet of your heart. Again, he's saying the same thing he said in Proverbs 3 at the beginning. Write these words I'm telling you upon the tablet of your heart. Hide them in there. Keep, keep doing that. Remember the source of them. And what are these words? What is the foundation? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. It's the fear of the Lord. Respect for God is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. And you start there. And then all these other truths are going to flow from that. Write them on your heart. They should stem from that. It's like a tree that's planted and the roots run deep into love for God and everything else grows up out of that and all the other aspects that branch out into your life will come from that source of loving God. How you treat people at work, how you relate to people at church, how you relate to people at the supermarket, how your relationship is with your family, with your wife, your husband, your kids, all of those things flow from that. That's why when you look out and you see the fruit growing on the tree, you know, the branches, you'll know what the source is. If all you see is anger towards people and hatred and tension in every aspect and all these social aspects in your life, then you know that it's stemming 
from a central source. There is something going on. There is a problem in the root source of that tree because of the fruit that it is producing. So if I go to a tree and I see, hey, it's not producing any fruit, it's producing bad fruit, it's not doing something right, then, then the root source, the nutrition, what it's, what it's into is the issue. And we know this now just speaking from a scientific point of view. Like farmers know this. There's certain soil and certain constituents that need to be within the soil in order for the plants to grow. If you're not getting the proper nutritional source, into the roots of the plant then the plant won't grow right that's why they that's why they alternate crops in the field you know because you want to put nitrogen back in the soil for some plants and vice versa you know they so they switch it back and forth if you don't have the right nutrients then the fruit's going to show and that's really what solomon's saying here okay you 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 watch god you seek after his word you you write his truth on the tablet of your heart you root yourself in love for god and then what you say is going to flow from that. How you treat other people is going to flow from that, okay? It literally says in verse 22, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh, right? If a tree is planted and it doesn't have good nutrition, it's going to be weak. It's going to be dead. It's not going to produce good fruit. Yet if that tree is in the proper soil with the proper nutrients, then it's going to have life. It's going to grow and it's going to produce good things and it's going to influence the world around it. And that's what you want to be. And that's what rooting yourself in God's love, loving God with all your heart, rooting yourself in that is going to be a source like that. Keep your heart with all vigilance. Protect your heart. That's what that means. Be careful. Be careful with what you put into your mind and into your eyes and into your ears. Okay? From, from it flow the springs of life. That same analogy with a tree, right? A tree growing and producing good fruit. Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk away from you. Listen, this is really important here. This is a dangerous trap, and this is why having a right relationship with God is so important. You, you know, people do it all the time. They stand around and they gossip around a, about a situation or about a person, about what they're doing. And it's so easy to fall into the trap to continually, condescendingly talk about that person. You might have one issue with them, and you need to talk and go resolve that with him. But if all you do is stand around with other people and talk about that person, then all you're going to do is just keep layering bitterness in your heart towards that person, hatred in your heart. And then all of a sudden, everything about that person, no matter what they do, whether it's good or bad, you're going to see it in a negative light. And then you're just going to stand around and keep talking negatively about them. They can't do anything right. They're just a terrible, horrible person, you know, because you disagreed with them on one thing. And we can all fall into that trap. Extend grace to people. Put away that crooked speech and put away devious talk. Don't think yourself God where you can judge people and just continually talk down about them. Listen, you should be going to them if you have an issue. Work it out with them. Mend the relationship and come to an understanding. In most cases, the person you would disagree with or have an issue with is going to be ready and willing to listen and talk to you. And if they don't, then you can work towards, you know, a resolution in another way. And the Bible tells us how to do that within the church. Um, but that's for a different message. But anyway, watch your own speech. One way that I, I try to do this and, and help with this, okay, 
is if I'm talking with someone and they got an issue with someone else, first thing I do is I say, well, have you talked to that person? Have you gone and communicated with them? Well, how can you stand here and say anything negative about that person when you're not even willing and, and gracious and merciful to go and give them the opportunity to see the error of their ways or consider the error of their ways? Because most times people might be doing something, thinking they're doing the right thing, not realizing that it's causing harm. And if you're not even going to go and give them the opportunity to see that they could be doing something wrong, how can you stand there and judge them? That's really unfair because that person may not even recognize that they're doing something that's hurtful to you or to someone else. Give them the opportunity. Give them the opportunity. Second thing is if someone is talking negative about someone, and I know that person, I try to pull out positive things about that person to highlight good things about them because it can easily snowball into this, this party of just beating up this person verbally behind their back. That is devious talk. That is crooked speech, and it's a dangerous trap. Always try to find the positive things in other people. If you start thinking something negative about someone, something they did that bothered you, instead of just dwelling on that negative thing, go talk to them, okay? And then try to change your mind, have a love for them, show compassion, show mercy, show grace to them. Look at the good things they're doing. Don't just dwell on the negative. Okay, stay away from crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. Be careful. All right. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight, straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet. You will always be sure. Stay on that path of wisdom that's lit up. Always seeking after God. Here's a question you should ask. Is my attitude and what I'm saying about this person, what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, is it honoring and glorifying to God? If you can honestly say no, then don't do it. Don't do it. Stay away from that path, as Solomon says here. The wise thing is turn away from it. Stay on the path that is sure and is good. That should be the question you ask in every decision and every aspect of your life. What I just said right there, was that honoring to God? Did, would that make him happy? Would that bring joy to his heart? We should always ask that question. Okay, I'm going to stop there because there's so much packed into this little, little section of Scripture. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. Understand you're not perfect. You're not perfect. And you, you can become condescending and judgmental and self-righteous very easily. And you can fall into the crooked path. Be vigilant that you are seeking after respecting God, the fear of the Lord, and loving him with all your heart. And if you are truly rooted in that, your actions and how you talk about people, what you watch, what you listen to, is going to flow from that. Remember, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Have a wonderful and blessed day. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.